Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan. I am the host of the show. I created the show. I own the show, and I love this show. And the reason I love this show is because I get to meet so many new people, and I get to hear how they're repping life. And I love hearing their stories. I love it, and the way they've been repping it. And today, I get to meet Chad Johnson. He is a caddy. Chad, the real Ocho Cinco Johnson. No, he's just a great family friend. He uh, is my oldest son, Nash's college uh, classmate, roommate, teammate, whatever you want to call him, from Liberty University. And he's he's been part of our family ever since those two met at college. Chad has come to our house for Christmas many times and, and in the summer when he gets breaks and all that. But right now, at 26 years old, he is caddying, and I'm going to meet him down here. I'm in Sarasota still, and I'm going to meet him down here at the Ritz-Carlton, and I can't wait to go play golf with him, to go beat him in the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll find out. But um, in the uh, in the summer months, he he caddies up at Nemecol and at the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, and a couple courses, I think two or three courses up there, actually, and then... In the winter, he comes down here to the Sarasota area, and he caddies on four different courses down here. He caddied at the he caddies at the concession where they just had the uh, the PGA come through, which was fantastic, which is really cool. And um, today we're at the Ritz Carlton, like I just said. So, hey, just sit back, laugh along with us, enjoy hearing how Chad's been repping, and. Um, I just think this is going to be fun. You're going to you're going to hear what Caddy life's all about and just enjoy his story and how he's getting another rep. We all should be repping. So, let's go. Hey, welcome back. Chad and I are just laughing here for a second. This is another rep. I'm your host Steve Hagen and um this has just been a fun day. I've been out golfing with Chad this afternoon. Welcome to the show, Thank Chad. Thank you. Thank you for having me. For all you uh, people that have just tuned in, Chad is um, my oldest son's roommate from Liberty. Mm-hmm. And you guys were, well, college mates, I yeah, guess, more college so. mates. Yeah. He was a couple doors down. A couple, so. Yeah, but you guys were always in each other's room. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. We did everything together at Liberty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now Chad has moved down to the Sarasota, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida area. And I'm down here coaching these players at IMG. And he is coaching golfers and caddying <laughs> at uh, some golf courses down here. So I'm going to let Chad kind of tell you his name and his age and get, get this thing started. And we'll just go from there. So welcome, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, Chad Johnson. Uh, classic name. Ocho Cinco. Uh, Ocho Cinco by some. <laughs> Uh, yeah, still pretty young. Just got out of college a couple years ago, 26. Uh, been caddying for about five years now. Wow. Yeah. It's been that long already. It's been that long. Yeah. That's crazy. And all the days run the, run the same whenever you're on the golf course. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. sunshine and usually good weather, and uh, you're doing the same thing almost every day. But, uh, yeah, it's been really good. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so. Chad, you know, we're in Florida now, but in the summertime chad you go back up to pittsburgh up to pennsylvania yeah there's a couple clubs uh laurel valley is the one i'm actually officially at but uh we get called to go over to oakmont 
uh, Marion Golf Club. There's a couple other ones that we... You've been at Nemecolon. Yeah, there was Nemecolon Woodlands. That was the stomping grounds. That's where I started. Yeah. Um, that's actually where I learned to play golf. I was at really? the range all the time whenever I wasn't caddying. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I only picked up golf four or five years ago. Really? And uh, once I got into the... Uh, caddying thing i was like i gotta learn how to play golf because <laughs> in my opinion you need to know how to play golf in order to be a good efficient caddy because where those players are going to be at you need to say i've been there yeah. i know this putt i know how to play this shot i know which side of the green you want to come in from yeah. uh so yeah nemecolon is definitely the stomping grounds i've played nemecolon and it's beautiful it's you know it's when I was coaching at the Cleveland Browns, Butch Davis was the head coach, and he took the whole staff over to Nemecolon for mm-hmm. a weekend. And so we played those courses over there. And we shot the shotguns and all that stuff. But the golf over there is just fantastic. Yeah. I never played Laurel Valley. Is it real close to Nemecolon? Laurel Valley is about an hour away. Um, the history behind Laurel, it's actually right next to where Arnold Palmer grew up. Oh, So wow. he helped design Laurel Valley. It's it's a very prestigious, uh, a lot like Oakmont, uh, members only Oakmont's course. his home course, right? No, his home course is actually Latrobe Country Club. Oh, that's, that's right. That's where he grew up. He was born and raised in Latrobe. Latrobe's 45 minutes from Laurel Valley. Yeah. Uh, Laurel Valley is just a gem hidden in the Pennsylvania woods. I mean, you wouldn't even know it existed there because it's set back from the main road. Um, wow! But yeah, it's a it's a beautiful trek. That is, that's cool. You've been blessed to just be able to golf on some phenomenal Very courses. Nice golf I mean, down courses. here in Florida, you're a, even. Yeah, name the courses you're here in Florida. I mean, the Ritz Carlton. Uh, we just Ritz played Carlton, today. Yep. Uh, the Ridiculous cons- course, by the way. <laughs> the greens are fast. Super fast. The greens are a little fast. It's like putting on cement. Yeah. It's crazy fast. Yeah. Where, then, what's uh, the, the the one the PGA was just so at? So the uh, PGA World Championship Golf was just hosted at the Concession, yeah. which is uh, 10 minutes from the Ritz. I actually was there all weekend for their member guest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that course, the story behind that is the uh, Concession, the uh, Jack Nicholas and the other in the Ryder Cup, he conceded the putt for the three-footer, and Jack ended up helping design this course. But Really? It's another one of those courses like today at the Ritz where fast greens, set back away from the houses. Um, it's definitely a course that everyone needs to play at some point. And it's by far the top course in Florida right now. By wow. Far, so. Wow. And they just played the Players' and Championship over, over in, up in Jacksonville. In, uh, Jacksonville area. Yeah. Yep. Super nice. This is um, – it's just – it's fun to be able to hop in a golf court and court – cart golf cart and go on the golf course yeah. with you because you're like you're gonna need to uh, play this one from left to right and and you know and i had never played that course at all ever and it was just fun to listen to you tell me you know now could i hit it there all the time no i couldn't hit it there all the time but it was fun and most to- of my players can't either i mean we give them you know what side of the green and and you know and they end up on the wrong side i was like I did just say left center. He's like, I know. <laughs> a couple of my guys. Oh, I'm sure like you that. have some crazy stories. <laughs> you probably got stories of. You don't name any names. But no, no, of course not. No, I wouldn't want them to hear about this. But, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, one of the best stories I have is this guy. At uh, actually, it was at Nemecolon. It was back in my early season. Yeah. He snap hooks a driver on number two. There's water in the left. Snap hooks his driver and just. 
throws his driver in right after it. I mean, didn't even hesitate. Right off that right arm, just <laughs> throws it in. It's swirling like a helicopter, runs in water. And it's just floating there. And that club. And that was it. And, and that for club the rest, cost like 500 bucks. Oh, the, the club was custom. It was oh. a brand new tailor made. It was custom fit, all of it, the shaft. He just snap hooked a ball and, and chased it with it. his club. And so the rest of the day, we had three wood on the What did five. you, I mean, does he look at you like. You know what's going on, or do you look at him like? I looked at him. I was just like, <laughs> "What just happened?" You know. <laughs> and you just try to stay calm because you're trying to get a tip, or <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we're, we're working for tips, and so you're not going to say, you know, what was that, or you yeah, know, right. why would you do that? It's right. such a nice club. Um, you just let the you. Most of the golfers. When Maybe he didn't angry, need to drive her for the rest of the day. Well, he did play well, actually. He did play well. He finally calmed down, but uh, it's just so. It's got to make it awkward, though. It does. Were the other three guys like okay? Were they they like razzing him or something? No, they were all friends, uh, and so you know they knew he kind of had a little rage issue. But (laughs) I'm thinking, how many other uh, you know clubs has he thrown? Yeah, is this the first time? But. uh, that's, I mean, there's that. And then uh, recently, you know, uh, I was at the Ritz and I'm coming down to the tee box at 12 and I look out in the fairway. There's a golf cart sideways in one of the fairway bunkers. Yeah. Someone drove Someone there. Someone accidentally, they were coming around and didn't see it and he came in sideways into the sand bunker. It's... And you're looking at the tee box going, what is going on out here? Yeah. What? what? So, yeah. but. We see it all. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you do, and I'm sure, you know, some guys are out there doing, you know, drinking beer or whatever and playing golf and trying to hit it straight, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always work that way. But. Right. So let's talk about, because um, you have an interesting uh, coming to America story. Oh, I've yeah. been coaching these international players at the International Players Program at IMG, sponsored yeah. by the NFL. And when I was talking to them, I was like, you know, Ch- I know Chad. Chad came from the Ukraine, the Ukraine right? Yep, yeah, yep. and you were adopted. At- I was adopted at seven years old by uh, an American family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, at in West Virginia, of all places. Yeah. Wow. So you went from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember any of that? Your hometown? Yeah. Or- I mean, you know, again, I was in orphanage, early age. Uh, I just remember the generic stuff. I remember. You know, we were all, uh, like, we slept in the same room. There's, you know, about 20 beds there. Um, You know, the biggest thing, one of the biggest thing and toughest things I remember was we were all malnourished. And uh, uh, we never got enough food. I remember one meal for lunch. They gave us an apple. That was it. Yeah. And uh, my mom said when I first came over for about probably the first few years, after meals, I was literally on my hands and knees picking up any food and crumbs off the floor. Really? When you came to America? When I came to America because, you know, that's that's how we got food. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was rough. Wow. So then you got to America and you grew up in West Virginia. Morgantown, West Virginia. Okay. Yep. Small, uh, small little Home town. Home of the Mountaineers. The Mountaineers. That's right. Where they burn couches on Saturday before. We were allowed. Now we're not allowed. But <laughs> we might still do that out in the woods. You know what I mean? <laughs> They can't catch us. Yeah, but yeah. Grew up in uh, West Virginia. Uh, played sports, every sport except golf. Never, really, never really grew Isn't up that playing crazy? golf. Crazy, you played every sport except golf. Every golf, yeah, every sport. In fact, like our high school golf team won states a couple of years. I was in, in high school. 
it still wasn't intriguing. Nobody wanted to play golf. It, it just wasn't for you know, it wasn't for us. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, that's that's why. And now I'm just submerged in the world. Yeah, because we just got off the course. <laughs> we came home and uh, yeah. we made dinner and we put the golf golf channels yeah, on. Yeah, golf channels. Because I wanted on. to see who won the the thing. But that that is my life. I mean. I go to work, and then if I if I have time, I'll go to the range, or yeah. I'll go play golf for nine holes, and then I come home and watch the highlights. I mean, so when you're out there caddying, like, do the guys ask you about, you know, other golfers like on the golf tour, golf pro, and you know, all the different golf pros and stuff, the people that you're working with, do they talk to you much, or do they talk to each other? And do you uh, give it's them, a mixture of both. Yeah, it's a mixture of both. I mean, yeah, they're out there with their friends, and they like, you know, sometimes they'll talk business. Other times they want to know, you know, what's my story, you know, what's your golf story. Um, yeah. It's a little mixture of both. Sometimes they're just quiet. They're just out there to yeah. relax and not really do much. Um, and the, do they ask you how to read the greens or anything like that? Uh, the biggest thing, you know, the biggest thing down here when it comes to Florida is grain. When we get a lot of players from up north who come down on vacation, especially at the Ritz, they want to know about reading the grain. Because yeah. they hear it on TV, the, uh, the announcers are talking. Well, explain that because I. You know, <clears throat> well, explain so the it grain, to everybody that's listening. So the grain, when you have a green, uh, which is why ours were so fast, is because a lot of the putts were down grain. It's the way the grass grows up, uh-huh. and then when they mow it, it's the way it lays down. Okay. So when you're looking at the cup, you're going to see a rough patch on one side and a smooth side on the other. And the rough patch is the grain. That's the grass that's growing up against the, I guess you could call current. That's when it's going to be slow. So anytime you have a putt against the grain, you got to think slow. And then when it's with the grain, that grass is sliding down perfectly. So yeah. it's setting down perfectly, and that ball just rolls. Goes, yeah. Found. Like today. Yeah. It was just crazy. And it hasn't rained here in Florida for no. five days or At so. At least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I know they water the courses, and they, and they do a I mean, this course is manicured to the <laughs> T. It's ridiculous how well it is. But still, no one waters a golf course better than God, right? Right. And so, um, you know, you we'd hit that ball, and it would just skip and roll for 25 mm-hmm. extra yards. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun doing that. So, Chad, have you uh, caddied for any pros or anybody – that you can uh, think of? Yeah, a couple of pro-ams. Uh, one pro-am at Nemecolon, I had uh, John Daly oh, in awesome. my group. Awesome. Uh, his son was there as well. He does was, his uh, son hit it like big like John does? Uh, so his son was, I think, 15 at the time and was driving the ball right next to his father. Jeez. Um, he has that same swing, too. He has that same swing where John takes it all the way back Crazy. past parallel and accelerates through the ball and finishes, you know, really well. Did you just stand there and just like, because when it hits, it sounds like a bomb. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's not even just the driver. It's the irons. The way they clip the irons, it's so pure, you know it's going to be good. Where, you know, other amateurs and other golfers, you know, you can hear it's like, oh, that was a little thin. That was a little chunky, you know. Yeah. But those guys... Every ball they they hit, it's just pure. It's just a clipping noise. Every Why do you think? One. Like I know he he was really good. Yeah. On the, but I guess what a short game because he could smash the ball. Um, I think. But you was, walked around with him for a couple rounds, right? So. Oh yeah, and was, I don't want you to critique him on this podcast or anything. But there's <laughs> a there's a difference between guys that are consistently good and and this this sport. You know, you're always yes. repping this. 
this single motion of yes. of swinging that club, you know, that's got to be. Yeah, it's between that, but I think it's it's just the shots that you're not prepared for. I think that's what may have got some of the big hitters in trouble. It's, you know, w- when you're in the fairway, yeah, they can take care of business in the fairway, but if they pull it a little bit, if the wind catches in, now they're in the rough. They're in the pine straw at Augusta. Yeah. How do they come out of that shot? How do they think their way out of think that. their way out of it, approach it? You know, they have to become very creative. They think they know it all. They think, you know, oh, I can play this shot because I've done it before. But, you know, if you just hit a little bit thin, if you miss a groove, it's going to change the ball flight completely. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, you were reading my uh, little devotional thing that I wrote a little while ago. And um, one of the reps that you were reading, you chose it. And it's it relates almost exactly to what you were just saying John Wooden that famous basketball coach probably the most winning basketball mm-hmm. coach definitely of his time maybe of all time yeah he said it's what you learn after you know it all that counts that's what John Wooden said yeah it's what you learn really it's after you learn when you think you know it all yeah. I guess you know and we all get to a point where we think we know it all yeah. I know when I was a kid I thought I knew it all and now at, at uh, 59 I don't know anything <laughs> <laughs> now we're relearning so do you you see that out on the golf course oh, all the time yeah, yeah. And, and uh especially with the amateurs that I've I've caddied for and even the pros that I've worked with uh they think they have the swing down perfect and you know, they're, it's, they say it's an easy game. And then they get in a situation where they're either under pressure or they're in a, a situation where the grass isn't lying right or there's a root or this or that. And then they have to relearn it. They have to rethink the whole thing. And yeah. meanwhile, they think they know it all. And, and the they pressure think, changes. And it. the pressure, yes. The pressure. We were just watching. Uh, who won the players? Justin game? Thomas just yeah, won it. We were just watching him, and he was talking about how the pressure yes. changed his game, and and not only changed his game playing the actual game, mm-hmm. but his life. Yes, you know he had to. He was talking about how he had to um, talk to his parents differently, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend helped him yep. through some of these situations. That's um, the pressure of every sport, right? Right. And they say pressure makes diamonds. Also, pressure can crush you. Yeah, that's right. It's just a matter of, you know, like I tell my players all the time, pressure either catapults you or crush you. It's just a, it's your choice. Yeah. It depends on how you want to handle it. And that's what I appreciate about John Wooden. I mean, he had such great insight and, and he wrote it all down. Yeah, so, he did. So we get to... I know you said, um, oh, I love Coach Wooden. Oh, yeah. I've got at least five of his books on my shelf at yeah. home, at least. When I was a little boy, John Wooden used to do his basketball camps at Cal mm, Lutheran, that's where right. I grew up. California, that's right. And so I used to go to those camps. but And he would talk like that all the time, right? But I didn't absorb that. Right. You know, <clears throat> when you're 12 years old and all you want to do, all you're thinking about is, can we go play basketball? Right, can we just go? Can oh. we just go play more basketball? You're not thinking about this iconic legendary coach who is is coming out with these leadership um you know quotes that are that change mm-hmm. men and change the world if if you do them and yeah. adhere to them and uh, but you know you're just a little kid and all you want to do is that so but golfing has been good it's been good for you it's been a it's been a, a sport that's allowed you to make some money what's another rep mean to you um, to me, another rep means when you miss a shot, it means getting back up to the next shot and just 
forgetting the last. Uh, golf is about having a short-term memory. It's about forgetting the snap hook into the water. <laughs> throwing your club. Throwing your club. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think it's also another rep on the range. I think, you know, and uh, you even after a day full of golf, whether you play great or bad, sometimes you just need to go back to the range and keep going, even when you're tired. Your back may be tired. Your legs may be tired from all the weight shifting. But it's that extra rep it's that extra swing that's going to propel you forward to be the next justin thomas to win the players yeah um and i think that just not even in the golfing world but i think that goes with uh what we're dealing with every day that's what i was going to ask you next how does it relate to just life just life and i know you go to a, a local church down here you know you're from west virginia mm-hmm. and you come down here as a transplant and you're like intentional you're very intentional like i say on this show all the time Winning is never accidental. Mm. You have to be intentional. And you're very intentional about um, getting out there and, you know, getting more reps, I guess, the way I look at it. Yeah. I mean, for me, outside of golf, I think for me getting the extra reps is being with my young adults group, with my church, which is Church of Hope, Sarasota. Yeah. Um, Making it. Shout out to the Church of Hope. That's right. Shout out to the (laughs) Church of Hope. That's right. Pastor Scott. Um. And uh, just, you know, like after a long day, you know, like I was telling you, we play volleyballs on Wednesdays and Sundays. We have men's group on Thursday nights. We have our actual worship services on Saturday. So after a long day on the golf course, it's 80 degrees. You're exhausted. You just want to go home, you know, maybe just watch some basketball or whatever is on. But to say, no, 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 I need to be with that group. I need to hear the word. I need to worship you know, yeah. and uh, you need to get another rep. I got, I got to get another rep. Yeah, because if you only get fifty-two reps a year, that would be going to church <laughs> every, every Sunday, Sunday, right? Yeah. That's probably not enough, right? So when you fill in the week with a couple more reps, it just uh, builds your relationship yeah. with. You know, if I only dated my wife, my before I became married. And uh, if I only dated her like 52 times, she'd be like, what's up with this? You know, <laughs> so you got to create that that repetition of mm-hmm. getting closer together so you can find out who we are. And, yeah. And just and that's what it is with uh, getting closer to Christ. Oh, absolutely. It's the same with your money. It's the same with your fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, if you only did 52 push ups a year. You'd look like uh, you'd look like you. What? <laughs> no, Chad's like actually somebody. pretty fit. You'd look like somebody. We just won't say it on TV. But you know, this show's about fitness, faith, finance. Yeah. You know all those things, and I I believe I'm a firm believer in how we do something is how we should do everything. Yeah. And I, I just believe that if you how you do anything, how you do something is how you should do everything. And so we don't half-ass it through through life yeah. this is not a dress rehearsal so let's make it go and make it work yeah and uh that's what i appreciate about you i also appreciate you because you got me on that golf course I know. today <laughs> i know i had a great iron on uh, number eight little it's, four iron right at the pin i can't believe you remember <clears throat> this dude remembers like every club that uh, came out of the bag and every shot like he's like no that was your Third shot on hole yeah. four, and I'm like, "What? I don't even remember. I just know I birdied it." What? I, I know. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I don't want to talk about that. You had two birdies today. I did. Yeah. By God's grace, I don't know how. Hey, close your eyes and swing. <laughs> well, and and that's that's the thing about this job is you know I was talking about earlier, you know I think you need to play golf to be a good caddy, uh, and it's just you know that extra rep of 
No, I know. I can remember everything about how my day went. I remember what club you hit. I remember what club oh, I hit. Incredible. I remember the yardage. You know, you had a hundred yards yeah. on number one into the into the green. I thought I whacked one into the bushes, and you're like, "No, it's over here. It's yeah, right here." It's right by. And I like drove by it, and you're like, "No, it's right here." Yeah. And I'm like, "Whatever, yeah, dude. So. I can't even believe you saw that." So, but it's just that it's just that. Uh, but it's your way. job. It's my job. Yeah, it's just like with your job, you know. Like I was saying earlier, you can see the formation uh, with the football team and yeah. the offense, and you know, ah, that's yeah. probably going to be a run. That's probably going to be a pass. Exactly. Knowing eyes see more. Yeah. And you're on the golf course. You know those courses, these four courses that you caddy down here. You know them well. You know yeah. the greens. You know the fairways. You know you. Eventually, you started to help me after I gave you a bad time. <laughs> but <laughs> originally, I'm going to tell all you listeners out there, he wasn't so helpful in the beginning. No, I wanted you to figure out the grain. Yeah, uh, I don't think I ever out. figured out the grain, but we had a good time today. Yeah, so, absolutely. hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, thanks for coming on another rep. We'll get we'll do this again as we get going down the line, but um, just really appreciate you. I'm uh, appreciative of you for a lot of reasons you've been a great friend to my oldest son nash and uh, nash is getting married in june you're going to be there i'm going to be there mm-hmm. and uh it's just going to be a lot of fun maybe we'll go golfing or something maybe like that. maybe we'll see i'm not going to help you but we'll go golfing. <laughs> hey i wouldn't think anything different you didn't help me today hey all right thanks for listening and we will talk to you later we are out hey thanks for listening to another rep today with me and chad um Hope you really enjoyed the show. Hit like, hit subscribe. If you have any comments or any questions, feel free to DM me, reach out to me. If you think I should interview somebody that you are really interested in hearing about, hey, shoot them my way. I'd love to meet them. With all that being said, let's go get another rep. Let's go! Let's go!